Hey, hey, fine people, thanks for checking out my video. Appreciates it. If you likes what you sees, please hit the like and subscribe button. Welcome, journey, entering, let's go. Wow. And in 1997, my dad was diagnosed with terminal throat cancer and was given three weeks to live. And uh, he had the option of getting an experimental surgery. Uh, and so he opted for that. And they told him that it was a great possibility that if he had the surgery, that he would die on the surgeon's table because of how invasive it was. And so they kind of walked him through what that would look like. It was experimental because they hadn't done one this um, really extensive where they cut you from ear to ear, they open up your neck, and they remove the tumor. And so when wow. they did it, they removed the tumor from his neck the size of a chipmunk. But when they did it, they removed a quarter of his tongue. So he was no longer able to eat or drink through his mouth. And for the rest of his life, he was fed through a G-tube. Oh, man. And so uh, my dad was a big guy, man. He was 6'4", 6'5", 250 pounds, just, just brolic dude. And within a matter of weeks, man, I saw him dwindle down to 170 pounds, lose his hair, and really cling on to his life. And, um, you know, at the time, like I say, he was my hero, and, and, and I only saw him uh, treat my mom with respect. I only saw their relationship thrive. And so my hero was fighting for his life, and my perspective at the time was, okay, if this is what life has to offer, if this is what I have to look forward to, I'm going to live my life the way that I want to live it. No boundaries, no control, uh, not, no hesitation to do anything that I wanted to do. And at 13, that's how I approached life. And uh, my, my dad continued to fight for his life. And on my 18th birthday, I remember he um, had been in the hospital the week prior to that. And uh, he sat me down on my 18th birthday. And he began to share with me what he felt uh, God was uh, telling him that I would do and some of the things that I would walk into. And uh, it was my 18th birthday, so I wasn't really paying attention, man. I'm thinking about going out with my friends and, and going to the club and, and doing something crazy. And, you know, he's, he's talking to me and he's, you know, just lovingly drilling into me what it is that he is believing um, my life is destined for. And after this five-hour conversation, well, he pats me on my leg. He goes upstairs to his room, and he goes to sleep. And the following morning, 2 a.m., my mom knocks on the door. She says, hey, I need you to come help me get your dad out of bed. He's not responding. And so when I go downstairs, I pull him out of bed, and he's already gone, man. He's already dead. And I just remembered thinking to myself, if I had known this would be the last conversation I ever had with my dad, I would have listened with more intent. I would have taken the time to process what he was saying. I would have leaned into the conversation like it would change the trajectory of my life because the reality is it changed the trajectory of my life, but it did not have the impact and the change that it could have had if I was being intentional about listening in that moment. And so this is where that book came from. That book came from that place, that, that, that painful place of, if I had the opportunity to do things differently, I would. Get moving. Build momentum. Join the movement. Go to moremomentum.com to take a free life evaluator quiz on where you currently stand in each of your five cores.